I've been blessed and to make some some footwear and bags for some really really cool people over the years. I mean, to me, to be honest with you, like people love to hear about that. Personally, what I love making shoes for, let's just say, the regular guy or the regular girl who says, "I can't afford your shoes, but I'm going to save my money and buy one pair." To me,、mm-hmm. that is the coolest thing in the world. And welcome to the Fever Talk podcast. My name is Magalie Rochette, and today we have another episode, another short episode of the most memorable rides. So, what I want to do with these is just share cool stories of people who ride bikes. And our guest today is someone that I was so damn excited to meet. It's someone that I've admired his work for a long time. He is not primarily a cyclist. He's A designer, a shoemaker, a bag designer, and bag maker,、um, but he also happens to ride a bike and loves it. So I won't tell you much more about it because we'll get to we'll get a little bit of an introduction on George、uh, in a few minutes. But the one thing I can tell you is yes, we will chat about why riding is important to this incredible artist. What was his most memorable ride? But I couldn't help but asking. What was his most memorable pair of shoes that he designed? So make sure you stay tuned for that because the shoe stories were pretty damn good. So without further ado, here's this conversation I had with Mr. George Esquivel. This podcast episode is brought to you by Hammerhead. If you're also constantly dreaming about your next adventure, your next big ride, your next crazy outing. The Hammerhead Karoo 2 is your companion to help you see the road ahead, whether it's a steep incline, a windy descent, or simply some place new and wonderful waiting to be explored. The Karoo has been my own companions on a lot of adventures, and I can attest that it is a good companion to have. So check it out right now. Our listeners can get a free heart rate monitor with the purchase of a Hammerhead Karoo 2. Visit hammerhead.io right now and use promo code Fever at checkout to get yours today. I guess, like, I should give it a, a, a little bit of information to our listeners. So, George, you're—I mean, how would you describe this? I, I can try, but then, like, you can add. So,、yeah. you're you're a designer, you're a craftsman, you design entirely handmade shoes. You've made shoes for some of the most Famous artists and musicians and stars,、um, but you also love to ride a bike.、Yeah. Um, th- th- was my introduction okay? Or like, what yeah, would you? Well, how would that, you introduce? I mean, we. So I started with footwear, and、yeah. then I also I've always dabbled in bags, and then I was also creative director at Tumi Luggage. So、yeah. bags to me,、uh, it's kind of funny. I don't buy other people's shoes. I'll buy sneakers. I'm, I love sneakers. I'm a sneaker guy at heart, and but I love bags. So when I travel, I'll buy other people's bags because we don't make that many bags. We make some,、okay. but I do. But I don't wear anybody else's shoes. I've had friends at all the major houses. I'll I'll wear. I'm like you with a bike. I can only wear the shoes if I'm working with that company. Because、yes. it's kind of weird. Like somebody says, "Oh, what are those?" Oh,、uh, <laughs> yeah, the same way. So yeah, we we've I've been blessed and to make some 
some footwear and bags for some really, really cool people over the years. I mean, to me, to be honest with you, like people love to hear about that. Personally, what I love making shoes for, let's just say the regular guy or the regular girl who says, I can't afford your shoes, but I'm going to save my money and buy one pair. To me, mm-hmm. that is the coolest thing in the world. And they'll buy yeah. one pair a year, you know, just where sometimes for athletes, we're just making like crazy size 17 shoes, uh, size 15 shoes. Yeah, we've been, it's been a really fun experience to do all the things that I've done. So, and I love mountain biking. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, just quick question on the shoes before we go back yeah. to cycling. So when athletes like reach out to you for custom shoes, you know, do they, do you think like they, they reach out mostly because not mostly, but in part because like size 17 must be so hard to find, or is it because they're like, let's create something out there, like a new type of like really artistic shoes. Like what, what do you think is the, the thing that drives them the most? I think it's a little bit of both, but I also have to give a lot of credit to the stylist. I would say in the last. Also the stylist I, from the athletes. Yeah. I would say in oh, the last wow. years, stylists are the ones that have really elevated the fashion game for a lot of these basketball players and football players. They're the mm-hmm. one, you know, because you're so focused. So for example, some guys that have white feet, they think they have to wear these really big, chunky square toe shoes, but you don't. If the shoe is made right, you can actually wear a very elongated toe and it looks good with suits. I mean, these guys have amazing bodies. You should be wearing fitted and nice and made for you and you can afford it. So it's a little bit of everything. I think some guys want something different. Some guys can't find a 17 and they want something a little bit more fun other than just a black shoe. You mm-hmm. know, and they're all sponsored by uh athletic shoes, but it's hard for them to find dress shoes. So yeah. then that's kind of what we do or we'll do like we're developing some casual sneakers right now for some people. But a lot of it is uh like uh we made We do a lot of boots for DeAndre Jordan. Uh, he's oh, sweet. Yeah. And then Brittany Griner. Uh, yeah. So we just made a pair of boots for her that she wore to the NAACP Image Awards. So, so she, cool. Super cool. I haven't met her. I don't always meet people uh, because it's a lot of it is through their stylist and everything's like really fast and quick. But yeah, I've gotten to meet some amazing people. Um, mm. I used to make shoes for, it was LeBron James. Carmelo Anthony so cool. and Chris Bosh when they were all at Miami. And then wow. we ended up making uh, LeBron's wedding shoes when he got married. Are I you serious? Yeah. I mean, that's like yeah. cred, like street cred for you forever. Yeah. Super cool. So cool. Sure. And then I, I don't know. It's, it's really, I used to make the shoes for uh, the founders of Google and then Elon Musk. I've made shoes for him in the past as well. I mean, it's kind of, Yeah, I've never met Elon. I, I used to go up to the Google complex and I would do uh, Larry and, and Sergey. So it's 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 been, a, I can't believe that I get to do these things because of footwear and my bags and designs. It's, it's pretty really, cool, huh? It's super cool. I mean, I'm, you, I'm sure you feel that way. Like, you, like, oh my gosh, I'm in Europe for riding bikes, right? Kind of. Yeah, I, I think like the connections are cool too, like yeah. above. I mean, yeah. for example, like even for me, like getting to speak with you and yeah. meeting you with, I guess like through cycling, because that's like a connection that like we initially got connected with. Um, 
to me, that's like one of the coolest part. And like, did you think when you started making shoes that you would ever get to like, I know you said you don't meet all of these people, like, but get to work with all of these people that are, I don't know, like at the top of their game, but in a different industry, like kind of like what you do, but just different industry. Well, you, it's funny you say that because in the beginning, it was more out of wanting to hang out with really cool people. Because I, so some of my early customers were Gwen from No Doubt. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, she had the hot pink bubblegum boots. Yeah. So Gwen Stefani. Wow. Gwen Stefani. So the hot yeah. pink bubblegum boots that she wore to the VH1 fashion, the Vogue VH1 fashion awards. We made those out of a garage for her. And wow. I'd made the suit for the guys, one of the guys in the band. And then I also made the shoes for the guys in the band lit. So the late 90s, early 2000s, it's because there was this whole movement in Orange County in Southern California, and I was getting to meet all these guys, also in L.A., and they all just kind of gravitate and hang out towards each other. So they were passing out my card, and it was Hmm. really, really cool, and that's kind of how it built up. We were making them out of a garage back then. Those shoes were hard as a rock. You could hurt someone if you throw that shoe at somebody. It wasn't (laughs) what it is today. But it was, I I never said, hey, I'm only going to make shoes for musicians or famous people. I love their creativity. To me, that was exciting. Like, and I still love that today, like the shoes that we make for Janelle Monet. So Janelle Monet, she, I've been working with her since 2009. I've been working with her off and on and she's just super creative and she knows what she likes. And I love working with musicians for that. And then Mm -hmm. you find a creative athletes as well. A lot of them aren't as creative because they're so busy with their schedules and they're working out eight to 10 hours a day. I mean, even now, even in the off season, these guys are still working out six, seven hours a day, right? And recovering. So, but, but the musicians, I really, really love working with stylists. I love working with, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I never thought it would be at this level. I feel so blessed, but at the same time, you look back, you're like, that's kind of wild. It's a crazy ride. It's been a crazy ride. Even yeah. talking with you today, it's like, wow, this is so cool. Meeting people yeah. from different parts of the world with things that you love. I mean, I wish I could ride a bike every day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, and talking about riding, like why... I mean, you're, you're a busy guy. Like you, you have, you manage your business, you're making shoes, you're designing shoes. You're like, as is it appear, like connecting with a bunch of different people to create custom projects why why do you ride like why is this important for you to ride a bike i I think what we were talking about earlier is um so when i was younger i surfed for a couple years but that wasn't fun and it wasn't fun for me because you have to be good in order for surfing to be fun right yeah your first wave is amazing but i never got to the point you know because like anything else you got to go often right to get better Mm -hmm. and better where then i found mountain biking where okay this is great you don't even have to go mountain biking to get better at riding, right? You, yeah. you jump off a curb, you whatever. And then you that same bike, you can also ride to the beach, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like surfing where then I got into it. So for me, road riding, I mean, I love, I like, I like road. Mountain biking is what I love. I mean, I just love, you can't be thinking about anything else or you'll fall. Yeah, like, I, road, I agree. Yeah, on the road, you can just keep going. I don't, I... Road is more exercise for the body. Mountain bike to me is exercising for the mind and the body. Yes. My mind just because you have to be watching every single thing 
or you're yeah. going to end up getting hurt, which is one of those things for me. Um, yeah, I just, you got to be focused. And I love not, it's the only time that I could not think about anything else. That's why I yeah. love mountain biking so much. And I mean, do you have in mind, like if you think about all those years of riding a bike, do you have in mind one of your most memorable ride? Could you tell us a story about that? Like what was I, the one that come to mind? So one of the most memorable rides is when I played hooky from work, when I had a job yeah. and it came back to bite me. And there's a, is a, I don't know if you remember the story where the woman got attacked by the mountain lion here in Orange County in Southern California. <gasps> you remember the story? What actually more or less, more or less. So I would say, when was this probably 15, 16 years ago. Okay. And it's, it's a place called Whiting Ranch. If you look it up and literally the, from the story that I recall, the mountain lion attacked her, knocked her off her bike and was dragging her into the bushes from her face. Wow. And the only reason why the mountain lion stopped, I think people helped stop. And I don't remember the exact story. They were throwing rocks at it. Finally, it let her go. They also found out that this mountain lion had killed somebody earlier that day, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, like kind of nuts. So probably about a month before that, maybe a month and a half, I took the day off of work. And there's a place called, there's a downhill called Cactus. And you know why they call it Cactus? And, you know, yeah. now just feeling cocky by yourself, you know, when there's during the week, there's nobody there. So you're like, okay, I'm just going to take this. Right. And I took that corner just way too fast. And I went right into the cacti and you know, when you <laughs> the cactus, they release all their thorns. Oh yeah. But I mean, it's, yes, it's crazy. And it's like, so I fell, I had him on the side of my face, my fingers punctured both of my tires. So I'm walking out like three miles, just like with my shorts on, there's not, I mean, it was the most miserable experience. I came home, my wife was plucking them out of my ears. That ah. was, uh, that was a, a memorable ride in the sense of, uh, it hurt, but it was all worth yeah. it. I, don't know, I love, I love the whole experience. Um, aside from that, I mean, I just, I just remember getting to the point where I was actually pretty good at some point, not great. Yeah. You know, like we are like, wow, that hill kick my butt, right? Where mm -hmm. you might stop once on the hill, but then you get to the point where you're like, I didn't have to stop. And by the way, we're doing two loops, you know? And you're like, yeah, that, it's like, like probably- like That's a good you, feeling. It's a great feeling when you're like, that was nothing. And you're lapping everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The coolest oh, thing awesome. is when, when you're lapping people and they have lighter bikes and they're on better bikes, that's the best, the best. That way. makes you feel good about yourself oh, for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's awesome. That's a fun feeling. Um, yeah. Or you, or the guy who, or the people that have an attitude going up the hill and you just don't say nothing. You just go right by them. Yeah. Know? That's, that's a good very, one. Very silent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last question. I mean, we've heard about your most memorable ride. I'm curious if you have a most memorable pair of shoe that you made or designed uh and what would be the story of that one you know my most memorable shoes i just threw away it was a pair of my <laughs> my cd uh bike shoes oh really okay well yeah. let's say the pair of shoes that you made that's the, the most memorable made, story i mean um maybe my first pair the first pair that i had made not that i made that i had made uh i had made my daughter's 28 like 28 years ago and i still have it I don't wear it because it never quite fit. And it was very much in that style of those days. I don't really, I love, so what I typically do is I find a style that I like and mm -hmm. I'll get like four or five pairs made in that style, but different colors. 
And then when I'm over, I move on to the next one. I'm always yeah. in boots, though. Always very, not always shoes, mostly boots. Okay. Sometimes slip on, sometimes lace ups. I don't know. I, I just, I think that if I was to ever say this is my favorite ever, it's time to hang it up. Yeah. Time to, uh, time yeah. to come up with something new. Yeah. So I don't have, I, I just, I like them all. It just depends on my attitude. But I do, you know, because once the leather breaks into your foot and it molds, it just feels soft. Even though I make them specific for me, that it takes a little bit of time for the cork and the, the leather and everything to mold. Once it molds, you're like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite pair. So yeah. But, it, but yeah, it. my favorite pair of shoes was my CD. And, you know, I have other other bike shoes, but there was something about that CD that was already crooked to my foot and you know and yeah and everything just started it was so old i just finally threw them away those hurt no one, i mean it's just something yeah it's just it's, i know what you mean yeah, yeah. It, it, favorite it's something. well thanks thank you so much george for for doing that i mean so awesome to get to meet you and thanks for sharing all your amazing stories with me my pleasure it was a lot of fun yeah that was fun let's let's go ride at some point yeah, for sure mm-hmm.